What's going on, people? I am Swearer, and this is the Opinion of Facts Media Group Podcast. I am joined by co-host Illuminated Lenses and Coco Love. And on this podcast, we try to build better relationships through using the power of conversation within our community. So today's topic is going to be about what is spoiling your kids. And so Coco Love came to me earlier and was talking about this tweet that was made. You can tell us a little bit more about that, Coco. Yeah, so I was scrolling on Twitter or whatever, and I came across this tweet by an account called Pop Teens. They're verified, and apparently they have like a lot of followers, whatever. It was retweeted on my timeline, though. But anyway, it was talking about Ashton Kutcher and his wife, Mila, and they plan to basically donate their fortune. It's about $275 million, you know, mm. uh, and they plan to donate that to charity instead of leaving anything for their children you know whenever they they pass and so when I read that it immediately caught my attention because I was just like wow that's kind of like nothing for the kids and these kids are young like they're I think they're eight and six or something like that so of course that sparked this whole you know comment section or whatever come to find out they they actually made this comment back in 2018 so I'm not really sure what brought it back up to be retweeted yesterday or today rather but yeah, so it, it brought up this whole thing about Nepo babies and all of that. And I've never heard of that before. And so I had to head on to good old Google to find out what a Nepo baby was. And apparently it's short for nepotism baby. And it's pretty much talking about the children of celebrities and how they have it made out here usually. I mean, they usually take their parents' stardom or fame and they use it to kind of spark their own careers in some kind of way. And so, yeah, it's this whole conversation about nepotism babies and are they spoiled? Are they privileged? And that was the reasoning that Ashton actually said in the interview. He said that him and his wife, they don't want their children to be spoiled or entitled. They want them to work hard. That's literally what he said. And he said that, you know, his children live a really good life right now. They don't really realize that they're very privileged. And he said that if they come to him with like a, a good business plan, though, he did say he would invest. So he did say he would help them in that way. But he just does not plan to leave a trust so what do y'all think well I don't know if that's really true. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, when I say really true, I'm not saying they're lying about it, but I'm just saying, you know, we didn't think whatever we want to think, but that could be millions of dollars that they're getting right now to enjoy. And who knows, maybe they're stashing some of it away, but I just don't think that anybody that's making that kind of money is going to leave their kids with absolutely zero. I mean, I just don't, I don't think that. Yeah. What you think? Yeah. I mean, I don't think so either. And plus you also got to think, you know, it kind of depends on what age they are when they eventually do pass. Like what if God forbid something happens when to, to both of them when the kids or what 14 or 15 or something like that so then you're just gonna leave a 14 or 15 year old with basically nothing and they expect them to work hard like right, i can right, see right. if they're like yeah you can look like in their 30s or something like that like yeah but yeah yes yeah, that's, that's a good point there it yeah. is a good point i just thought about too like to me it was read as also as if they were going to pass away together and that's usually <laughs> not the case um i mean the accidents happen but usually that's not the case so well, sadly, well, <laughs> well, they knock them off for not leaving yeah. them in pain. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's so awful. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what if, you know, one of them goes first and then the other one is, and maybe they go when they're kind of young still, you know, but then the other one lives a longer life, you know, until they're like 80s or 90s and but yet need to be cared after so what's gonna happen with that like how am i supposed to care for you and i'm over here having to fend for myself because you didn't leave me anything <laughs> checked out <laughs> you already checked out so, to the nursing home you go shout you, you and your 275 million that you're not leaving me the, the nursing home probably ain't gonna want to do with them because you know they don't base either <laughs> oh i forgot about that <laughs> yeah you know, you, you know him and your wife don't base 
Hey, check, check this out. Check this out. <laughs> so anyway, let's let's talk about this from the other side too. I mean, of course, you know, this is a great and fun conversation to have if you have two hundred seventy-five million dollars. So let's talk about the majority of us that do not have anything near that, mm-hmm. and how we can kind of look at this from that perspective. So you were talking about it earlier, Coco, about how maybe you don't have all this excess cash, but you know how some black people are talking about putting their kids out at yeah. eighteen, like right when they get grown. I mean, what yeah. y'all, what do y'all think about that? Uh, yeah, because I mean, it's, it's kind of the same, you know. You- like you said, no, we we might not have like regular people, regular regular people might not have 275 million to leave their children or to do something for their children to kind of jumpstart their their lives of being adult. But we can help in other ways. You know, if your child doesn't go to college for whatever reason um, or doesn't go away to college, you know, you have an 18 year old adult basically might not have anywhere to go uh, or they're trying to establish their career, trying to save some money up, whatever. I've seen different conversations, especially in our community, where you might see people say like you know my my child or my son will have to get it out the mud or you you see the opposite side of whatever where a lot of women will say my child is not going to get it out the mud I'm going to help them establish their credit I'm going to teach them about this I'm going to teach them about saving and you know I'm going to let them stay with me you know as long as they're contributing for as long as they need to so that I can help them so they're not out here struggling like I had to so you have two different mindsets that way too so I think that you should do what you can to help your children not spoiling them you know and that's what we're talking about but not spoiling them where they're not doing nothing for themselves but you know like teaching them about credit helping them to find ways to establish credit save money helping them to find a a nice apartment and you know just kind of guiding them because you know like I have a child and I don't want him to have to like get student loans for example because look at how much of a pain they are you know I want to try to set him up and do for him to where he doesn't have to do that so I think that's how it relates to our community now. Well, on average, a very high percentage of African-American people are working for Caucasian business owners. And I'm not saying that that's a negative thing, but we also have to understand that the average wage, I believe, for African-American households was between 50 and 70,000. And once you tax that down, it's really not much, especially when you break it down 12 months uh, in a year and you have multiple children. But what I want to say, too, is that this is a big point. When your parents are workers, a lot of times the best they could do for you is teach you how to be a worker. And I think that that's part of it as well. Um, Ashton and his wife are entrepreneurs and business people. So even like he said, if they came to him with a business idea, well, they're all around business. I mean, well, business is all around them, I should say. So more than likely, they probably will start a business and probably go on to do great things just like their parents did. But with African-American people, there's a lack of that, you know, no businesses and stuff like that. So you're right. They will tell their kids how to save within what they were able to save. Because your parents, a lot of times, can't take you to the next level if they haven't been there and they don't know how to get there. So I think in some cases, while that is good, it still can kind of stagnate our children. And I think that's why men are like that. They understand that you have to work. You have to work. You have to work. There's no help coming your way. But at the same time, if you want to get out of this stuff altogether and be like the uh, Kutcher family, you have to think about things from a different perspective. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, when it all comes down to it's a difference between just spoiling helping like both of y'all are saying. I think a lot of times it's coming from a place of spite when when you're talking about, hey, well, you know, I had to grind and I had to do this and I had to do that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to do the same thing. Like, no, those are your kids. You shouldn't want your kids to work as hard as you had to do or harder. You should want to make it, you know, a little bit easier. Yes, you want them to still work for it and and learn, you know, how to work hard, but you shouldn't want your kids to struggle. Like, that's, that's crazy to me. 
I think that's misplaced anger. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think they really thinking about it. Like, you know, they know that their children didn't do, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? is isn't the cause of them having a struggle or whatever, but it's like, I guess they can't take it out on their parents or whoever was, you know, <laughs> responsible for taking care of them. So it's messed up though. It's unfortunate that people think about it that way, but I, I think that's what it is. It's misplaced anger and maybe even a image of jealousy that, yeah, yeah, you know, be. your child, because I mean, this is a new life that can go in all kinds of directions. And it's like, if yours didn't end end up the way in which you wanted it to okay but wouldn't it be great to have a hand in guiding this person that you brought into the world they didn't have to be here and guiding this person to be the best thing that they ever wanted to be and just like kind of helping them and helping their vision so I mean I think it's just all the way in which you look at it and again that's where therapy comes into Here's a, here's the final question before we uh, try to wrap this thing up. Are you giving away all of your money to your kids? Are you considering doing kind of like what the Kitchen family is doing? Or are you going to do half and half? Like, how would you do it? No, I think with me personally, I think I would just make sure they at least have a base. Um, I'm not going to give you all of it. I'm not going to necessarily say, you know, half of it. But I don't want to give you a good base or where you can start from. Um, but not, you know, not too much where it's just like, oh, well, I'm just living off this. Like, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. What about you, Coco? Um, I basically the same. I will leave more to my kids than charity, but that's just me. <laughs> and I would try to set it up like uh, I think how Whitney Houston might have did for her daughter, who also passed. Rest in peace, both of them. But I think she had it set up. She would get a certain amount at certain ages so that she wouldn't blow it herself. So I think I would do something like that. And you know, I would try to teach them about investing because I was just thinking. I had the thought as well, like maybe they're not leaving them like actual cash, but maybe maybe they're investing in things for them too so that's possible but that's what i would do i would i would leave more of it to my children than i would to charities well i do see the the benefits in both but i would teach my kids to manage uh, I, I would teach them to be great managers on any amount of money that they ever was able to receive now i do want to say that i will give them a great life growing up but as they get older i would probably draw back more and try to see what the vision is that they have and then a lot, a lot like the cultures and say hey look if you want to have this or have that tell me but otherwise i am going to give it all away because there's no point of giving your money to your kids when there's other kids out there that they'll never get the opportunity that maybe your kids did. And if they can go on and do great things, I think that's an opportunity for them as well. Now, I'm not saying leave your kids broke, but y'all get the point. Mm -hmm. But if you're listening, what would you do? Would you give all of the money away, some of the money away? How would you do it? Let us know in the comments below. Also, you can hit us up via our social media uh, links. It will be in the description below too. Yeah, that's all we got for you guys today. Thank y'all so much for listening. I am Swayber, joined by Illuminate Lenses, Coco Love. This is the Peanut Facts Media Podcast. Until next time, peace.